You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia's daily news podcast, The Quickie, hi, I'm Alfie Scott with your evening headlines for Friday, June 23rd. India's Prime Minister Narendra Modi has visited the White House, marking a new era in India's relationship with the US. Speaking on Thursday, US President Joe Biden said that India and the US were two great nations, two great friends and two great powers. While the US and India are not formal treaty-bound allies, the US is seeking to strengthen their relationship to form a strategic counterweight to China in the region. Prime Minister Modi said that the dark clouds of coercion and confrontation are casting their shadow in the Indo-Pacific, after the world leaders spoke privately for more than two hours. The two countries have also announced agreements on semiconductors, critical minerals, technology, space and defence cooperation. Australia has appointed its first security coordinator in a bid to ward off hackers and tackle one of the nation's biggest security challenges. Senior Air Force Commander Darren Goldie has been announced as Australia's cyber security coordinator following a four-month-long search for potential candidates, and he'll start in the role next month. Goldie will support Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill to lead coordination of national security policy, responses to major incidents and upping the government's preparedness against cyber attacks. Ms O'Neill has said that a lack of coordination across government has left Australia vulnerable to cyber attacks and Mr Goldie will be working with companies who are under attack and working with citizens to help manage these incidents. The Prime Minister said that he is confident that Australians will rise to the occasion and support an Indigenous voice referendum, despite comments from opposition leader Peter Dutton that the nation is not ready for the vote. Speaking to reporters in Canberra, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese urged people to be part of the historic opportunity to make a difference to the lives of First Nations Australians. The PM also paid tribute to people who have already confirmed their support for The Voice, including Liberal MPs Julian Lisa, Bridget Archer, as well as business groups, faith leaders and state and territory leaders. However, Dutton has maintained that Australians are not ready for the vote being proposed and that unanswered questions about the details of what Australians are voting for may jeopardise the success of the referendum. The PM said that Parliament will decide the functions, procedures and composition of the voice with as much consensus as possible. And in more news from Canberra, the Solicitor General has confirmed that Labor's troubled Housing Future Fund bill has failed to pass Parliament and a second misfire could lead to a double dissolution election. The government's $10 billion housing fund has officially failed to make it through Parliament's upper house, and if it fails a second time, the government may call a double dissolution, resulting in an early election. The Greens have delayed the proposed housing future fund until October with the support of the opposition, saying that the protections for renters is still a major sticking point. The Greens are gunning for a two-year rent freeze and then caps on rent increases to follow to protect tenants from price hikes. 
Prime Minister Anthony Albanese said on Friday that the time for these political games is well past and that the Greens were irrational for blocking a bill designed to unlock finance for new social and affordable homes. And Queensland's dolphins are apparently teaching each other how to beg for food, which researchers say could pose short and long-term risks to their population. University of Queensland researchers studying Moreton Bay bottlenose dolphins found that clusters of dolphins will follow fishing boats and wait for them to illegally toss discarded bait. The researchers are concerned that dolphins will continue to teach the begging behaviour to their peers and the trait could spread among broader populations. Supervising Professor Michael Node said that it is risky for dolphins to become reliant on donated fish because it's a bit like junk food for them, quick and easy, but unhealthy. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from the quickie, check out today's deep dive on what life is like after prison and advice for Kathleen Folbig from a man who spent time behind bars for a crime he did not commit. The quickie, getting you up to speed daily wherever you get your podcasts.